Welcome. It's the Identity Podcast. We have a brand new intro video, so we'll, we'll get better with kind of in the flow of that. But I wanted to play it for you all. And we have an outro video as well that we get to show you. Our wonderful graphic designer, Julie, made those for us. So claps for Julie. Woo! Julie. Um, claps for Julie. <laughs> woo, she's awesome. Uh, she has done so much um, for the show as, as far as design-wise. I mean, all of the the color schemes, the logos, the background, all of it is thanks to her. So really, really amazing stuff um, here tonight. It's the new year. It's 2021. Happy New Year, Tyreek. How are you doing? <laughs> Happy New Happy Year. New year am, am I glitching, by the way, guys? Just a little, but that's okay. We'll, we'll deal <laughs> with it. Happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> it's. I feel like it's just been one of those those weird, awkward um, Wednesdays. You know, everyone's just acting awkward. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm Caleb, one of your co-hosts from the Identity Podcast. Welcome! Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Find Your ID NYC. Check us out on Instagram by the same name. You can check out and. Follow our TikTok at Identity Podcast, our Twitter by the same name. Um, I mean, the YouTube, the X shows, we're everywhere. You know, we are global, as Dreamcast put it, and I love that. We are global. We are we are big time. Um, uh, so pretty cool stuff there. But don't forget to also check out the Identity Podcast on Apple, Pandora, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and, of course, Spotify. Uh, we are on there. It's, it's pretty great stuff. And we are... Not officially sponsored, but we wish we were sponsored by Bing. Um, thanks to Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go ahead and introduce our guest. Oh, we are new featuring Dreamcast McFly, the amazing, amazing artist himself. How you doing? Oh man, yo. Um I'm feeling marvelous. Um well, there's an array of emotions going on right now. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get into that though. Indeed, indeed. Exactly. Exactly. And how was your 2020, man? That's what we're going to get into. I mean, how's 2021 <laughs> been so far? Yo, honestly, um, what everybody about this whole fuck 2020 thing, like, I'm not feeling it. You know, yeah. 2020, like, yeah, okay, things got um, kind of put off track for a little bit, but it was a great year to re-strategize and um, strengthen myself in other areas. You know, I've exactly. been um, exactly. I've actually been taking more um, interest in like the production side of things. So okay. I've worked on countless artists, uh, music videos over the whole year. Like, well, since the summer when things started kind of slowing down, but. For a good uh, seven months, I've been working on artist music videos, did my own, and yo, it was it was honestly a blessing. I feel that I feel that completely, and I know Caleb does too because yeah. 2020 is when we started this podcast. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I think, man. I think 2020 was really the year for us to to internalize a lot of things and we were able to to really focus on our personal selves more um and in fact i'm going to quote the show tyreek i hope you i hope you're happy but uh 2020 was a great way to reflect invest and look into our identities 
boom. <laughs> I dropped that's, it. That's true. That's true. Drops bomb so early. We usually get to that point at the end of the episode, but you know, Dreamcast is an avid watcher. He knows, and anybody that else is watching, right. definitely knows. You know, so you know, 2020 is reflected. You know, as far as the numerology. Whoa! And now just, it's time to move forward. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting too crazy too early, right? <laughs> I, just, I got all this, like Naruto stuff in the back. I'm obviously, in, I love uh, it. Yeah, I'm man. It. Yeah, man. So, um, so you definitely got to go to you uh, yoga studio out there. Yoga studio, what's up? Just a yoga studio. Oh, just just pop up at any yoga studio. <laughs> I got you new of in one Atlanta. It's different. Yeah. Okay. You've ever done okay. trap? Yeah. No. No. Yo, What's that it's about? Exhilarating. It's yoga, but the trap music. Trap music. Really? Wow. That's it's like the baby while I'm doing like scorpion pose. <laughs> yeah, like something about something about doing a warrior pose while young thugs playing, like really aligns. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I taught a couple classes. Yeah, that's Oh, you did? Yeah. I mean, that's a great transition, man. So <laughs> have, you done, have you been able to kind of like, so you said you've been doing more production, right? So when did you do the trap yoga thing? Was that this year or was that last year? No, that was um, 2017. Okay. So funny story, true story. Um, this yoga studio let me do something experimental and... Uh -huh. It was just like a trial and error thing. They let me do a few classes and yo, um, honestly, the people loved it. You know, they just came in, um, signed a waiver, you know, no cameras allowed. <laughs> um, and when they got in the room, I was butt naked and I encouraged everybody to actually get naked with me mm -hmm. and we did yoga. That's so cool. They My actually. Face. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was frozen for a minute. No. <laughs> Two different types of people. <laughs> I think that's so no. cool. They actually, they actually do say with yoga, it's best to to wear less clothing if, if any, if none at all. Honestly, um, that's that's really. I've never even heard that with trap music. I have heard. I've never of, heard of that. Yeah. I have heard of yoga with different types of music. I actually do know there are. Or groups out there that listen to like classical or jazz music while um, doing yoga, which is is kind of kind of interesting as well. I think anything like that would make a really interesting identity episode. Um, <laughs> to be honest, Ta tackling tackling yoga in all forms. Um, <laughs> right. I love how uh, Dreamcast has a. Uh... I encourage them also to get naked. <laughs> so he's already naked when they walk in and he's just yeah, like, join me. It's like, join me. And honestly, like, I know it sounds funny, but the whole thing was to get everybody more comfortable with their bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's funny, you, you know, were doing that type of stuff in 2017. A lot of people go to nude beaches and Everyone's uncomfortable. Like I've yeah. been to, and it's like, why are we staring at each other's dicks right now? <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I went like a few times, and 
I can't ever take off my shades because I'm like, yo, you're not gonna look at my dick and then look me in the eye. Like Oh boy, that's so funny. You know, um to to attest to his situation, I think sometimes culturally that is something very odd, you know, especially it's like that's something we do. When I went to Japan, I experienced that. Um, they had like public baths and onsens and hot springs. And the first time I got there, I was just like gargantuan tall person. And it was just like, they were just like, yo, who just invited the basketball player in here? So, um, <laughs> word. And so, yeah, we won't go into crazy no. details in that aspect. But yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. So, I don't know. I, I think there's something to it, um, to what you're describing. And I think that a lot of what you're talking about has a lot of reflection and like vulnerability to be around people to be like that, you know? And I think a lot of what happened last year was a lot of vulnerability, a lot of self-reflection and like also group reflection. I realized too, like a lot of people are learning how to do stuff together as well. So mm-hmm. that's been crazy, man. So um, so you said you've been doing production and stuff. How's, how's that been going? What, what program are you using? Um, so I don't actually do any of the editing. Um, okay. I work on set, um, just kind of as production set designer. Um, I work on storyboards and, you know, just behind the scenes content. So all the clients are just super happy. They can post something on social media right away, um, Mm -hmm. make it look fun and exciting. And um, honestly, like the work's been paying off. We uh, just recently got some more high profile clients. Um, one of them's a rapper in Young Money. Wait, say that again? Oh, uh, one of the clients um, me and my partners have is a rapper from Young Money. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Undisclosed. Yeah. I think, um, oh, that's awesome, man. I mean, as long as it's not Drake or something like, <laughs> then you should tell not Drake. me. Oh, you could tell it's, me Drake. Okay. It's not Drake. It's not Drake. <laughs> it's not Drake. <laughs> but, um, no, that's awesome. Are it's you not doing that remotely? Me. Sorry. Are you in Florida? No, no, I'm sorry. Cause sometimes there's a bit of a delay. So I'm sorry if I'm oh. talking over you. No, 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 no. Um, I said, it's not Nikki either. Sorry. Oh, that's what you said? Yeah, that's so funny. So it's gutta gutta. <laughs> no, no, it's out. No, no, I, I love it. I love it. No, I mean, you never said anything. I just assumed because it's only three main members of Young Money. But um, the, uh, the fun, the, yeah, are, are you doing this from Florida? Or are you doing this remotely? Um, Mostly in Florida. I've done a couple remote jobs where just storyboarding for artists in New York, uh, artists in Atlanta. Nice. And been a pretty, pretty lucrative business, I have to say, because, you know, concerts are all the way shut down. Right. So that's how I uh, personally just re-strategized. Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, doing behind the scenes photography, I literally just started in what, July? And mm-hmm. every time I'm on set, 
these artists are always asking me like, yo, how long you've been doing photography? I'm like, I don't know, a couple months. Wow. It's like what? <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's quite an inspiration because I think that a lot of people, and I, I think we, I, uh, we started off with a lot of entrepreneurship, obviously when we first started um, the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I guess this is kind of be like, you know, we don't want to put you fully on the spot. I guess we're kind of getting interviewed as well in the sense of what we did for 2020. But yeah, when we first started in August, I make this joke all the time. It was uh, it was a lot of real estate, a lot of stuff like that. Um, but then we kind of gradually went into entrepreneurship, and a lot it was of important like, information though. Yeah, yeah. People still go back and tell me that it's really cool. Mm -hmm. But I um I think it it inspired us to do something different, and and that's what I just wanted to hint at. Um, you know, I've worked in production for a long time, but I've never done podcasts before. So this was the first time I was able to kind of walk into that field. So I'm glad that you're exploring new talents with yourself. And we're definitely going to showcase this video. I don't know if anyone else has got a chance to check it out. He did his thing, you know. Um, so we're definitely going to showcase that and, like, watch it. Um, sure. But I really think that, <laughs> you know, I mean, we don't have to if you don't watch it. No, 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 no. I mean, unless you want to do a live show right now, man. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you can perform for us. I'm just bothered. I'm just bothered. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Sorry for putting you on the spot, but we're gonna put you more on the spot. You're right, 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 right. Here's a, bigger Here's a ring light. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I just, I, I hope that everyone that's watching nowadays, and you know, this is a very festive episode. We're just back in. We're kind of recapping. You know, we got a chance to go past the entrepreneurship and then start moving on to like religion and and all sorts of fun stuff. So we'll get into the nitty gritty of that stuff. But as far as entrepreneurship is concerned. Um, you know, we're definitely going to revisit that this year for sure, because a lot of people have, like you said, just felt like 2020 was a wash. And I really do feel that that's just not, that's not how I took it personally. Yeah. You know, the entertainment industry shut down for me too, man. And it was kind of, it was jarring. You know, we went from doing a whole lot of shows and a bunch of other stuff and then nothing, you know? <laughs> so it's like, um, it's a lot, but I do think that there are opportunities for concerts nowadays. Um, more than we can think of. I think that there are a lot of platforms out there that are going to be a lot more remote for sure. And I think people having their own studio home base could be ideal for that particular aspect. But I think what you've done is very, very phenomenal. And a lot of people can take a page out of your book by just saying like, look, I have this time, I have this talent. What do I not know? You know what I mean? Like, what can I do not, you know, with, with, with uh, not knowing to what to use these talents for? So. Um, you know, people make jingles, people make commercials with music, people do all sorts of other stuff with what they're doing. So, you know, that's a niche market, nice. but we started this yeah, podcast, man. You did a commercial. <laughs> you done a jingle? <laughs> I did. You did? Oh, God. Can you sing it? No. <laughs> I did. Um, Is it the Empire one? Are you famous? <laughs> no, no, no. It was uh, something a little more like uh shop local designers okay okay I knew this. yes because i i actually uh we promo that i think yeah and i i knew this because i was in the meeting the other day <laughs> that we were talking about all this and i'm fairly certain i've seen it already too um right, right. i yeah. still haven't i still haven't uh actually got a hold of this video <laughs> you have you haven't seen it <laughs> The entertainment um, business. I saw, I saw like a, 
what is it like a rough draft and that was it really yeah Amani showed it to me like last week. <laughs> she she said, or whenever the last time she was on the stream and she was just like, hey, I'm sending you this SLD thing. And if it works, you can use it for the episode. If it doesn't, then you can just watch it. I'm like, okay. So I just watched it. But <laughs> wow. it sounds great I mean, though. I love it. Yeah, you did you did your yeah. thing, man. I really enjoyed it. And for all you um People that don't know what shop local designers is, um, exactly. yeah. yeah, you can explain that a little bit. I'm, I'm actually looking up one of your YouTube videos right now, so hold on. Oh, you want me to? Okay, I, I'll talk about it. Um, I was actually trying to find this video. Uh, so, oh, you're doing um, the same thing. So yeah, yeah, I'll talk about it. Yeah, shop local designers is basically um, it, it kind of started from a a lot of like shop black type of thing. That's kind of what started it, but. It's more about all small businesses and everyone that may want to get involved. So definitely check us out at Find Your ID for that type of stuff. Um, you know, if you are an artisan, uh, designer, any type of thing, like definitely reach out and try to see if you know you can get sponsored on our thing. Um, I'm curious to to hear you know how how music has changed. You know, you're me. Me and Dreamcast have spoken a lot, but how do you how have you felt that music has changed over the past? Uh, three years. Wait, is this a question for me? That is for you, yeah, man. Oh, I think Taylor. <laughs> um. So, so music's changed. Um, I honestly believe that the music uh, marketing aspect has changed drastically. Um, okay. A lot of artists are seeing there's not truly a need for the whole record label um yeah. scenario because forever there was the formula you get signed to a record label they put you on the radio they put you on tv and then you're set but mm -hmm. people are now learning about the whole facade of that because a lot of those artists um quite frankly they either are broke or they go broke in a matter of months. Mm. Yeah. I mean, some of that's due to poor money management skills. A lot of that's due to pretty, pretty um, predatory contracts. Yeah. You know, you give somebody who's never had anything in their life twenty thousand dollars up front twenty five thousand fifty thousand yeah. dollars they're gonna take it and run with it and think that's it yeah. and not yeah. even look in the fine print of everything yeah, yeah. that's that's so, something that i think has i think like i said this year has been a lot for me is learning personal finance in a very deep way and how that can kind of like start to move you know at the end of the day music is an entrepreneurship um, and a business. So I think a lot of people just forget the business aspect of it. And that's all. Um, and I think uh, a lot of independence, I mean, there's a, there's a difference between an independent rapper and a SoundCloud rapper too. I wanted to get into that too. You know, there, not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's like, it's some of it is just to get, you know, aggregate a lot of the data and get more people to start watching their stuff, which is great. It's marketability, it's wonderful. But how much are you monetizing from that, you know? So at the end of at the end of the day, you gotta just kind of figure out like 
what is your niche and how can you attack that argument, you know? And you have a very specific uh, genre. I've never heard of disco trap. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say that before, but you're in Miami, which is like, I mean, not Miami, but Miami has a like, huge disco house scene. And for you to kind of bring in some of those much more like Southern trap elements and California trap and New York and stuff, really cool stuff, man. And I, I, I advise everybody to kind of take a look at some of his, his projects. I've been promoting it all uh, all day on my Instagram. Um, yes. So what was the most recent song that you came out with? Um, the most recent song, I actually uh, dropped a video by accident last night to freestyle I made called Pizzagate. Oh, you I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, that was totally by accident. Like I was just uh, trying to write everything out and just save it as a draft, and then <laughs> you get sick. It, it shared the post. I mean, my thing is like, oh, too late. I, I mean, I don't know if anybody knows what Pizzagate is, but it's like for him to accidentally drop something like a conspiracy theory to that level. <laughs> that's a conspiracy theory right there. Like, why did he drop it? No. Um, but I thought I actually got a chance to look at it, and I was like, "Wow, this is not what I thought it was going to be." And I, I often <laughs> have that. I often have that with some of your music. I'm just like, I don't know which way he's coming from. You know, you know, the first time I heard your music, and this is actually a little anecdote that we can kind of get into, and maybe we can transition to some music for a second, um, because I know you guys are probably tired of hearing us talk for a second. Um, are y'all tired? Uh, I was in a. I think I was at a Find Your Idea event, and I got to the point of. I was like, oh, like, what is that? And it was, it was just like, I like a thick girl, something, something, something <laughs> thick, thick, thick. I was like, I've never heard anybody be that blunt or confident. And then it was just like, it was amazing. It was like, sit on my face, all types of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it was good. And it, I think, you know, in a, in a world of intense body dysmorphia and Instagram and all this other stuff, like, I think that was very empowering for a lot of people. So. I really love that song. That's one of my favorites of yours, for sure. Um, I often post that one because <laughs> it's just like when they like they see that. Like, first of all, the graphics are funny. It's just like, <laughs> I wait, wait. I have to bring it up. I can't even. I can't even oh do God. it justice. I have to show a picture of it. It's good. It's like some people may think you're a comedy rapper. Sometimes I think that, um, but the, the reality of the situation is just you're so confident about things that are contrarian that a lot of people can kind of get like a little mix in the sauce of it. I mean, you're mixing disco and trap, man. That's like, that's amazing. It's like, you know, it's like putting the weekend on blast, man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thank you, my man. Thank you. Um, the whole thing is like, yeah, some of it's funny. Um, what I try to do is just um, attack social issues mm -hmm. in a fun sort of way. You know, yeah. um, nowadays you can't you can't be too preachy as a rapper because yeah, honestly, it just turns people all the way off. And I never wanted I never want to be pretentious about anything or um, give off the notion that I'm like coming down on people. Like, oh, I know more than you. You need to listen to me. So yeah, no, I hear that with. With the whole body dysmorphia thing and um just a whole just a whole movement um especially last year 2020 and started in 2019 with the whole body positivity movement mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna make a song about 
big girl sitting on my face. <laughs> I feel like he's not, doing it. he's not doing himself justice right now. Because like his the confidence that is exuded, I can only I'm, I can't wait to play it. But the confidence that's exuded while you're actually like, you know, recording this song is so funny. How shy you are, you know, in person. So that's how you know. Shout out to being an artist and just like letting the work speak for itself. But um, yeah, man. Uh, hold on a second. Let me, let me. Is it called Big Girl? Is that how you? Is that, is that what it's spelled? Yeah, called Big Girl. Funny enough, I made that cover art. That that's what I wanted to to show. Oh yeah. my god, it's it's it's, uh, it's funny. It's, it's a great song. It, it really is a great song. And I, I actually I love the um, I love that that the side of body positivity that it brings. And I actually had the opportunity. This is how I actually met Dreamcast was by writing about this song. Um, I don't know if you remember that or not, Dreamcast. But uh, oh, we, of course, <laughs> we we uh, we were able to talk on the phone for a, a while and able to talk about this song because I was I was writing a, pre a press release for it, and uh, it, the friendship blossomed from there. And uh, I've been hooked on his hooked on his music since, and it's it's been uh, it's been great. And so I, I was able to witness the release of Cloud Surf, which is a, a phenomenal. Tune. In fact, I think yeah, I we're definitely gonna play that too. I think I was one of the few people to receive a couple teasers of that video and song, if I'm not mistaken. Um, <laughs> so I'll uh, I'll take my my success. And <laughs> You're like one out of five. One out of I'll take it. <laughs> it's an, it's an honor just to to know that you wanted to send that to me and thought of me. But uh, honestly, though, what I and I I've written a lot of things uh, about you and for you, Dreamcast and. Uh, it's it's such an honor and so much fun to write about you and your music, um, because as Tyreek was saying, it's something that you you just wouldn't you wouldn't hear elsewhere. You wouldn't. Not it's, it's not yeah. something. It's not something I'm going to you know go to a, a venue every Friday and hear the same artist. No, it's completely different from that. In fact, exactly. it's like every other Friday I hear the same artist, but on this Friday I'm hearing Dreamcast McFly and Dreamcast McFly is going to blow my mind. Uh, yeah. that, that's, that's what he's going to do. And that's what he does do. And, and the, the craziest and coolest thing about it is the fact that I don't even have to see you live to still get that, that sense of, the taste and feel for music. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Like I mean this so deeply and dearly because uh, the music that you release and, and what I love is that it's on every single track you release. It's not the newer stuff. It's not your older stuff. It's everything you've released. And so when I hear something new from you, I am the first thought that pops in my head is this excitement. Like I can't wait to feel this again. <laughs> especially in 2020 when we weren't able to have concerts and I wasn't able to go to a show every Friday, like I used to and all that, not being able to do that sucks. And so being able to still get that feeling of from music is all I ever need. So thank you for that. Damn. Damn, bro. Yeah, man. 2021, man. It's a new year for all of us, man. So um, we have a comment from Imani. She actually wants to hear it. But I wanted to show that image really quickly because I just I, I just wanted to show everybody. So this, is the, this is the image, of course. Um, I think it's hilarious, personally, because when I first saw the image, when I first saw the image, I only saw it. 
the big girl. And then I realized, oops, sorry guys. I realized that it was actually a face in there. And between the cheeks is somebody we know close to home. So uh, I thought it was hilarious. And I thought it was like, (laughs) you're in your own lane and you're doing your thing. So let's, let's play big girl really quickly. If you have it, Caleb, do you have it? I didn't know I was I, supposed to. <laughs> I have it. I have it loaded up. Hold on one second. All right. Man, no <laughs> um, but yeah, big girl. I I I remember when I first saw that. It was it's um, the clean version, by the way. It was great. <laughs> oh, you ready? You want the clean version? <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, this is, this is for all of all of our listeners to the podcast out there. This is Big Girl uh, by Dreamcast McFly. Can you guys hear that? Last night had a dream queen, it's Sierra Rogers. At the sex, she went ahead and fixed a new cobbler. Damn, all these skinny women think I got a problem till I go stay so much. They call me Phantom of the Opera. I need a dick job. Keeping me warm in the wintertime. Know that she blessed. Got stretch marks to sell you like. Know how to dress. She don't know what's a finish line. Open up a legs and say, baby, it's dinner time. <laughs> wow. So yeah, um, I don't know if the audio was really good there. So <laughs> that was my but, favorite part. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, did I, did I ruin it? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> the milkshake part or the, the part after that? The the milkshake part. The milkshake part, yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> milk coming for Khalees right there. Easy. That's so funny. But That's um <laughs> how did you come up with this, man? Like when did it start? Like you were just like just in the stew and you're just like, this is it. This is the this is what I want to do. Um actually, funny enough, um I came up with the concept when I was at a fashion show. I was uh, walking a fashion show and they actually asked for plus size models and then the designer didn't have any clothes for her. No. Hmm. And she was, she was like, came to me and was just like, yo, this is completely, complete bullshit. And I was just like, yo, they really just, I was like shocked because I'm like, damn, the world really just, you know, treats plus size models like chopped liver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I honestly like, that's that's the moment actually where I wanted to do a song for plus okay. size models. And then, um this random producer out in the uk i'm telling you these producers overseas like <laughs> i don't know what be i don't know what goes through their head like right <laughs> i don't know really what goes through their head but their beats are just completely infectious like i've worked with a lot of um uk producers um guy out in dublin guy out in amsterdam 
But anyways, this guy in UK, um, he sent me this beat. Didn't have any title or direction. It was just XXX Tentacion type beat. I'm like, okay, whatever. Let me hear it. And immediately it just came through. It was infectious. And I came up with the chorus, Big Girl Sit On My Face. Awesome. I, that's yeah. that's the chorus that everybody remembers. <laughs> that was the chorus, like big girl sit on my face. Um and the rest of it just came together. Um one of the one of the plus size models I follow is Sierra Rogers. She has like a whole clothing line um specifically geared towards uh plus size women. And Sierra Rogers for sure. <laughs> Yo, you, you might you might get a you might get a sponsorship from her if we do this correctly. <laughs> I might, I might. Um, her sister talks to me periodically, which is kind of like bizarre. That was kind of bizarre. I'm like, wait, what? What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so I just threw that little line in there about Sierra Rogers. You know the line. Yeah. I don't know if we got there in, in the actual song, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, um, I, I think that, that was amazing. I think um, my other note is kind of like, you know, that's kind of like how you first started. And I, I wanted to kind of like parallel that to how we started with our entrepreneurship, you know, podcast and how that was going. We had some phenomenal uh, people that came on and told us about what they were doing with their time and their energy and all the other fun stuff. But as we grew, we found out that we wanted to do more and um, kind of give back more to bigger communities. And that's when we started to do more religion uh, in our, on our religion series. So, and that's how we started to do all that stuff. So we're gonna just, you know, parallel our trajectories together and see how that's been. Um, Dreamcast has been a big, he's actually been on one of the episodes. So definitely go back and check Dreamcast's episode when he's in PR and having a good old time. But it, uh, <laughs> it's one of Caleb's favorite episodes. Um, we're gonna do a highlight reel one day about this whole thing. Um, you know, just our journey about this. It, it's been a lot, you know. Caleb's been learning so much. I've been learning so much about myself and it's, it's just been it's been really awesome. Mm -hmm. So I, um, as we got into the On Religion series, we started to realize what value we were actually providing to people as well as what we were gaining from it. So how much of that have you noticed since Big Girl? And as you're going on, like how much have you realized that you're actually creating something for other people as well? Oh man. Um, definitely, it was definitely like in the moments where I was just uh, shopping around Big Girl to different audiences. Um, it felt really dope for plus size, not only just plus size models, but just women in general to feel more confident and really just, um, just really take in all of the energy. You know, right. it was just, it was a beautiful experience. And after, after releasing uh, Cloud Surf, which was kind of like a recap of the entire year, just like, okay, we've made it here. We'll celebrate. <laughs> wow, how, <laughs> yo. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because the whole clouds are felt now, literally while I'm talking. <laughs> I'm just good. <laughs> yo, that was crazy. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I just wrote that Enjoy like this, recap of the entire year, like mm -hmm. just everything I've been up to, um, everything that we should celebrate as an entire community, and the fact that people reached out to me and were just loving the energy, just loving how free I was out in the mountains of Atlanta, which by the way, go to Arabia Mountain, you're gonna... When Atlanta? Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out, man. I uh, So when did when did CloudServe get released? That was this year or was that last year? That was uh, the tail end of last year. Tail end of 2020? Yeah, yeah. around Halloween, right? Halloween, okay. Right, around Halloween. Um, yeah. We dropped a video like just a couple weeks ago. Um, okay. If even that, it was like a day before the new year. It was really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it's pretty recent, but the video is great. Definitely check out the video. And I know we're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to show it right now. Let's, let's we're constantly it a good promoting look. it on uh, Find Your ID in NYC. And obviously, Dreamcast is always promoting his own video. Um, so definitely check it out there. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great video. I had the pleasure of, uh, of seeing bits of it before. Um, yeah, Tyreek? Yeah, I got it. I got it loaded up. All right, let me meet myself. I love a dick, bitch, with picture making accents. Full of passion like drink has way then. Walk a fashion, directed and you act. Need a Grammy and an Emmy, and I'm ready for the action. Cue the lights and the camera. Quiet on the set, please. I was always way the yeah. Hand me the keys to the chest. Jetson, jet set, radio with Jetson. Get mad when you see me, the girls mention. Just laugh when they really think they can best me. Just rap to you, but for me it's blessing. Close your eyes if you feel the vibe. The league is alive every time I rhyme. So I pray to the skies that my bro won't die. Real nigga, I ain't really shamed to cry. But I don't want to shed a single tear. Celebrate, we made it through another year. In a world where nothing is real. McFly, go ahead and give up something to fail. Shit, I ain't got no enemies. Too focused on renewable energy. Mm. Oh, you feel you better than me? That's cool. I'm trying to leave a better walk for seeds, man. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> I love that I song so much. <laughs> oh, someone's got a, a Imani has a comment. Yeah, she said, I definitely give me a Grammy and an Emmy. Give me a Grammy and an Emmy. That's one of my favorite lines, too. And, I, and I, a lot of that has, 
No, it's, I think it's, I mean, see, he's so humble. That's why he's laughing. But it's just a lot of the stuff you said, A, is not being said in rap. And your approach to it is very different. You're not trying to be, you know, like some trap rapper. You're not like, the beats yeah. may be trap, you know, but it's not, that's not the way you're approaching it. Honestly, when I first heard the song, it almost sounds like an old school song, to be honest. Definitely. That was the first thing I thought of. And, um, but it has like this like updated ideas and like the visuals. I don't know who did your video, man, but it, I mean, amazing, super amazing. Um, I like the fact that you mentioned both a Grammy and an Emmy because we, we said how you had transitioned as an entrepreneur to start to learn how to do more production and set design and a bunch of other stuff, AKA music videos. And that can translate to a lot of different other skills. So I think that, you know, we, you know, we should all be aiming for that ego, man. You know, <laughs> you're the next John legendary or something. <laughs> you know, uh, Dreamcast make legendary or something. But I think that, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I know your face is a John Legend joke, whatever. But um, <laughs> but he has, the, he has the ego and he has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a bunch of other stuff. But I think that, we need to stop pigeonholing ourselves. You're an artist, you're not just a musician. You know what I mean? And a lot of what you've put your, your mind to um, has become amazing. So, uh, you know, I, I, I did the whole video just to inspire people because, you know, there's our next topics that we're gonna actually get into is environmentalism um, as we move forward. And you mentioned a lot of little tidbits in there on top of just your own self-development. The visuals are very open, you know, it's, it's all renewable awesome. energy. Yeah, he did say it. He said a lot about that. I think I know every <laughs> lyric in that song. You do? <laughs> exactly. I was, exactly. You can tell, I was singing along with the song. Um, I, I definitely do. I have a lot of favorite parts in that song. One of my favorites is when you say uh, single tear, and then there's a single tear. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I don't know why it's just like this this echo and it's just it kind of cat like comes out of nowhere type of thing and it's just like single tear. for you. Um, you know during during this year like earlier this year um, during the sum well not this year last year um, during the summer I actually caught COVID. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually caught COVID. It was the worst two days of my life. Well, at least but it only lasted two days, thank God. Yeah, it only lasted two days. The worst part of it lasted two days. I couldn't eat, um, yeah. could barely move. My body felt like it was aching and I didn't even work out. Um, luckily, luckily, um, I recommend everyone have a woman friend who's Jamaican. Uh, they're gonna give you some crazy home remedies it's gonna taste disgusting but it, it works it does and man it, it does. does it really does um natural medicine is how i was able to just get back so that whole segment with uh i don't want to shed a single tear um actually my videographer he lost a couple people to COVID and I know like a lot of us have lost people to this virus. So, so in that moment, I was just, um, I was just personally thankful that nobody close to me um, 
got taken by this. Because, yeah, you know, nobody, nobody really wants to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody really wants to yeah. go through that. And, um, it was just a celebration. Hmm. Celebration. I, kinda, I think you celebration of Caleb. Celebration yeah, of everybody who made it through here. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that man. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Claps around. I think. Um, I think that kind of goes back into what we were talking about earlier about 2020. And I think you know, as we hit our 45 minute mark. <laughs> We can kind of get into some more, you know, um, current events and crazy stuff that's been going on. 2020 is a mouthful. I mean, if you really want to go through and look at all our episodes, I'm sure you'll get a chance to get a lot of what's going on. But, you know, we were able to step out and be a paramount for, for someone else. And I think that was awesome. I also like that it's celebratory, you know, and I think you were saying earlier that a lot of people are just kind of like in this like very hateful bitterness from 2020. And if you took that into the new year, chances are you're going to kind of perpetuate that. Um, and we're seeing that in, you know, in the government. We're seeing that in politics. So I'm curious Woo! what your thoughts on on that. Hey, hey Tyreek, one second. Before we um, oh, yeah. get to that, I, I do, do want to talk about 2020 once more. Yes, you can go through all of our episodes, the Identity Podcast. You can check us out as we uh, really start off in 2020. And here we are in 2021 now. So excited to see what, what is coming. And we have several plans for 2021 as a Dreamcast. But something I do want to say and I think it's a great place to say it at is um, with COVID, everything going on um, 2021, uh, the pandemic is still going on for everyone that's listening and watching. Um, and uh, I, I just want to, uh, to say that we we've lost a lot of people in this country, yeah. a lot of people yeah. in this world due to this, this virus. Um, this is something that, uh, has affected every single person's daily life. Uh, hmm. And we, we've grown up watching TV shows and movies, listening to music, reading books about these things, playing video games about these things, thinking that it would never happen. And maybe not to the necessary extent that those art forms were, but it's happening. And so I, ju I just want everyone out there that is – has been recently affected this affected by this has been affected by this personally or, or anybody who maybe friends, family, whatever it may be. I, I want you to know that we are here with you and we feel you. And I guarantee you that Dreamcast himself, who, who has gone through COVID, who has had it. And I know Tyreek and myself have both known several people that have, have gotten it to people very close to us. People I know right now that have it. Um, yeah. I just want everyone to know, and I, and I don't mean to sound preachy, but I just want everyone to know that we are with you. Um, this is a difficult time. And, and one of my favorite things about life is the fact that, and it's really shining bright through this time, is the fact that we are all three on different screens. We are in three different cities right now. We are far away from each other, miles and miles apart, yet we are so close right now. We are so close. Yeah. That is what is amazing about life <laughs> is the fact that we might be far apart, but we are together at heart. That's really cheesy, but <laughs> you get the point. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, I, yeah. I just want to 
say that real quick. But yes, to to reflect, unfortunately, some of that past turmoil and, and are to say, are we really surprised at all um, to be reflected to today, January sixth? Um, and so, you know, let, let's talk. Let's talk about everything that happened at Capitol Hill today. Oof. Man, I mean, I don't know if anyone had seen the video. Maybe, I mean, you'd probably be living on the rock if you don't. But if you don't know the full extent of kind of what happened, uh, basically, the <laughs> Capitol Hill got stormed uh, yeah. by a bunch of. I, you know, I guess I guess I don't want to like label Harris. them. Yeah, because it's like we start labeling stuff, and it gets kind of crazy, you know. They are oh, technically terrorists. They are. They are technically domestic yeah. terrorists. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean. I wasn't. Gonna, I was going to say the other thing of like, like what supporters they were and all that other stuff. There. Yeah, I mean you can. But say that's, that. that's that's kind of beyond the point. The point is that you know people at a at a level of they they, they don't know where to to go anymore. So a lot of times they're going to just kind of do different things to change. And it it's it's scary to hear that this is happening so like we literally just broke into the new year. And I think no one really cares. <laughs> no one cares that it's a new year, and no one really you know like. Some people are denying that things are even happening. We're in a huge denial phase. People have a lot of, you know, besides the COVID thing, you know, and I, the reason why I want to bring back into entrepreneurship is people are really struggling. And it's it's at a point where it's like, okay, we've been struggling for a year. Who am I? They've lost a lot of who they were. They don't know what they're doing. And that's why, um, you know, the on religion aspect and on religion series has been so interesting to me because you got a chance to find out who you were, uh, amongst other things. These spiritual leaders were still at a loss, not necessarily, you know, spiritually, but what to do amongst this world. And, um, you know, some people are taking other radical decisions and they basically stormed the Capitol and, and pushed, pushed people around. I mean, I would, I, I guess I could show some videos and stuff, but, um, you guys can check that out when you want to. I mean, it's, yeah. it's insane. It's really insane. The fact that it's gotten to this level. So my little two cents besides, you know, kind of what exactly happened is it kind of reminds me a lot of, um, you know, Huey, uh, Huey Newton, Huey, um, when he first said that we should kind of take up arms in LA, um, you know, use our right to bear arms to start to create and control politics in a very significant way. Now, the idea of gun laws and all this other regulations happened because the minority of the group, um, they felt like they were basically building, you know, America felt like he was basically building a militia to come against America. And now we're seeing it in a much, um, much more racially divided space. Um, and it's less about, um, you know, quote unquote, you know, minorities or black people with, with guns and more about this straight up terrorists. Now they were both labeled terrorists because of what was going on, but their missions are so different. And I think that you know, that's that's kind of how I've thought about this whole thing. You know, I, I actually invest in stocks as well and everything was going really good until we heard a lot of this news. Um, shout out to also being in Georgia. Uh, we just got a Democratic, you know, Senate and stuff like that. That's really nice. Um, I was here on a very pivotal day. A lot of people kept asking me to vote. <laughs> right, exactly. Who am I really, right? I rigged the election, man. I had to rig the election. No, <laughs> that's what this ninja code is. Like I was just like putting poles in everywhere, running like Naruto. No. Um, <laughs> Naruto running. Uh, but um, yeah, no, we're, we're happy about what's going on. And I think a lot of people don't know what that politically means for a lot of people. So basically, um, just to break it down a bit, 
now that the house is basically 50 50 it, it basically gets to a point where laws can actually be more democratic you know we grew up in the idea of a very liberal democratic world in the sense of like okay you know things can kind of go either way like republican or democrat so we've been living in a fully democratic world for before this and fully republican for the last couple of years as well so we i don't think we've really experienced this much balance before and it's causing a lot of unrest for people it's causing a lot of uneasiness but i think we're finally at a level where democracy can kind of like flourish and it's not people don't care about votes people care about storming capitals so that's my little two cents <laughs> I mean, we've been in a climate for, you know, X amount of years where um, the actual truth isn't really relevant. It's more about what's more entertaining. So, yeah. and there's a lot of things um, that's just taken place that this whole uh, storm of Capitol Hill didn't surprise me in the least bit. You know, I started getting a lot of people texting me like, did you see the news? Did you see the news? Are you watching news right now? Um, checked in and honestly, I was, I was completely unfazed. Um, at this point, at this point, um, it feels like it definitely feels like um, a certain group of people are kind of taunting minorities. And this mm. was just disgusting display that was completely evident of that. Um, it's funny that you bring up the whole Huey Newton scenario and um, relay that to today. And the giant difference is one, our nation's not going to label them domestic terrorist. Like mainstream media is not going to label them domestic terrorist. Mm -hmm. um, and the second point is lack of repercussions. Everybody yep. left scot free. Yep. I think the worst part, the worst part for me was um seeing video of law enforcement taking selfies with the protesters like <laughs> this is this is a joke this is honestly a joke i'm living i feel like we're living in a reality tv show at this yo, point it's you know like i think caleb made a joke earlier he was like we play video games about this we have like i mean I mean, down from Bioshock to Resident Evil to like every pandemic move slash like straight anarchy. I mean, I don't know if anybody's really been into the purge, you know, the first that the, the first purge or something like that. That was a big racial thing. A lot of this stuff has been hinted at for a long time. And I'm very curious about what what we're walking into, you know, what what is this next level of what's going on, you know, so. It, it's it's weird that they take it as a joke because the first time when we heard about these riots, you know, the idea of the word riot has been overplayed at this point for the last you know year for sure. Um, a lot of people were saying they weren't rioting. Some people were looting. Shout out to those people that got those shirts from those big companies. <laughs> Anti-capitalism. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but a lot of people, you know, PS4. 
Yeah, right. I wish you know, if the PS5, PS5 came out at the time, people that were people where people were rioting, it would have been a different world, bro. You saw Sony waited. They were like, "Let's wait till America's okay <laughs> before we release this." <laughs> PS5. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think we're at a revolutionary space, and it's a huge divide now. It's like you're on one side or the other. It, there's no in between anymore, man. And some of that's good because now we're getting people that may have been sitting on the sidelines that wasn't helping out before. But at the same time, you're garnering some more support for, you know, the forces of evil, no, <laughs> the forces of those that are trying to do things that are against um, humanity, in a sense. And I don't know, I feel like every word that I've heard as far as this rioting thing is concerned, all of those protests were good. You know, in China, they called them rioting, you know, but those those people, those Chinese came out, um, you know, from Hong Kong, they were able to like protect themselves and a bunch of other stuff, you know, from the fights. So this was a joke and it seems like it was a joke because I don't know how anybody's able to walk through there. From what I've always heard, if you step on the grass, you get sniped. Like that's what I always just, <laughs> I was always told right. that. Like, as soon as you step on the grass, you will, you're done. And just to right. show like, how they have are, snipers on all the rooftops. That's what they say, but either that's a lie or this was organized. So I, you know, like I, you know, me and Caleb even, were going to get conspiracy theories one day. But even, even if it wasn't organized, um, it was. I mean, it was egged on. <laughs> you know, because it, it. To be honest, I don't know if this was or I actually don't think this was organized. I really don't. Um, okay. But it was. It was definitely egged on by by our, our president. Um, I mean, he, he literally, once he finally released a video, I don't know if you've seen it, but if he, once he finally released the video um, telling people to go home, he also yeah. said, you are all special. I love you. <laughs> go home. Like, wow. Okay. Um, so he's like a cult leader, bro. Like yeah. it's insane. Yeah. And, and, I, and I have my, I have my my two cents about him. You know, I think it's a, he's a double edged coin with his Gemini. You know, <laughs> his Gemini ways. So, you know. but yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to add that. No, you're totally fine. No, you're totally fine. I, uh, I I mean, and at the same time, he was continuing to deny that he lost the election. Um, it's it's just been a lot of back and forth. And the worst part about it is, I don't really feel like anything's been necessarily fully planned out it's more of the fact that i think he's he's just dangling the strings you know he's mm. he's holding his puppets his his supporters his loyal fans and putting in basically just having them do things but the thing is though is that he's not even having to explicitly say this he can literally just say this is unfair this is unright and it just so happens that today's the day that the that Congress is the Senate is voting on um, the the election and everything, the certification. And, you know, it's not like obviously it was planned in the sense of the 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 people that were going to Capitol Hill. They the terrorists, they were definitely planning this. They didn't just wake up one day, said today's the day. They obviously were ready for it, because if you see the pictures, you've seen the videos, you know, they were ready for it. So it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very, um, it's a very interesting thing. Um, 
because I, I agree there is definitely kind of that conspiracy theory side to it, but I don't feel like right now there is necessarily any conspiracies to it. I, I think it's simply as we see it right now, people really are that radical. People really mm. are that terrible and people do not understand what is going to happen if this continues? I, I, I mean, literally, we're we're looking at a civil war. Yeah, that's how I see it as well. And I, and yeah, I that was, was going. Like, yeah, that was, no, 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 it wasn't a rant. It was just like heavy because it's like it. It's at a point where again, you know, America's at a place where it's like, okay, we don't have the economy to keep everybody separate and happy anymore. People are at a at a loss. Their lives. People have lost people. They've lost a lot of money. People are at, a, at their wits' end, you know. And I, and that's why I keep trying to like I'm I'm putting in this in perspective to not be too biased because at the end of the day, if this many people believe in something, how much of this is like, you know, like you know, is whatever. You know, there's something to what they're saying, and I do think there is a lot of um, DeFi and a lot of like just moving from centralized government just happening in a lot of places like bitcoins at an all-time high um yes. apparently in the next four or five months it's going to surpass gold we'll see how that goes but you know um but that alone will supplant a lot of the thoughts of who we were our u.s economy is based in gold so as digital becomes a much bigger thing how much of is our u.s dollar going to really matter how much is u.s going to really be the strong superpower that we all grew up with <clears throat> All of this weight that we've been moving is, forward with point, is World War II. It's, it's gonna be another world it's war. It's a glass ceiling, my man. Yeah. Um. Honestly, like the U.S. dollar doesn't really mean anything anymore. This this economy has gotten so bad. We're so behind and so much debt. I'm literally on my phone playing with fake money i'm literally buying fake money right now what do you mean crypto oh yeah i'm a crypto head too <laughs> to the moon man i mean it's not as fake as you think it is apparently it's backed in more stability and less po politics than all of the currencies put together i mean yes Yes, but at the in same sense, time, somebody said if you throw an EMP and you just blow up all the computers in the world, everybody's money gets crashed. So, Mr. Right. Robot, so, <laughs> don't, <know. laughs> don't put that evil on me. <laughs> right, right. No, I, ha I have Bitcoin as well, so I, I, that would that would crush me a lot, believe me. But um, I think it's a thing of the future. I do think that it's. It should not be too politically manipulated, even though there's a lot of institutional investment in it right now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I try to keep it kosher. But I just feel like America is in a place where it's like, we're not what we used to be and our boomers are dying off. And they, a lot of them were like holding it down. You know, Boomers came after World War II. You know why they were booming? Because America at some point was able to have enough money to make enough to make more children. I think we're going back to a point where America really was. All that debt is getting paid back. The only reason why we made it out of World War II is because we entered late and we also entered on the winning side <laughs> and we ended up getting the most bank out of it. Classic American stuff. So, um, so 
I don't know, maybe it's just fizzling out and we have to find something new. Um, we have in a sense of, you know, um, EVs and big tech. Most of our big tech guys are American. Thank God, you know, Elon Musk and, you know, all these other guys. And they just yes. manipulate the world through all sorts of finagly stuff. But um, the, the general middle class and lower class, there's, there's nothing for them, you know? Um, real estate is really tight. And a lot of people were connected to that level. You know, not to say you shouldn't still look for it because the interest rates are very low. And I'm actually still thinking that there are properties out there to get, you know, to, to build equity in. But someone told me they put a hundred grand into Bitcoin when it was 10,000. And obviously, no, we, it's 3X since then. So they don't have half a million dollars now almost. So, you know, how much of that money are we flipping through the housing? How much are we flipping that through America? You know, most of these, you know, I, I trade sometimes in Bitcoin, but most of those active hours are when we're sleeping in America. So that only goes to show me that the majority of people that have invested are either in Europe or on the other side of the world. So that's say all that to say, <laughs> you know, we're not the center of the universe anymore. And I think it's it's kind of a good thing because if America kind of gets off its high horse, I mean, there are some other powers that are waiting to jump in, like Russia and a bunch of other people and China. But I think if we can get to much more of a level playing field in America, like the land of the free that we said we were this whole time, now that we're actually doing that, it might be a much better world for everyone. So, yeah, I, I mean, I I could I could challenge you as we we start to wrap up the sure. show tonight. I could challenge yeah. you and say, was America? I mean, America was definitely at the center of the world of the universe, but you know, was was the were parts of the say the dollar bill as we talked about earlier was was that mm -hmm. ever really meant anything? Did that ever really mean anything? If you look at a certain lens, or if you look at a certain lens of was America ever really the center, or was it simply our mindset that made us the center? Mm -hmm. Because you really exactly think right. about it. Yeah, if you really, I mean, it's it's a definitely, obviously, you have every reason to debate this. I just like debating, so <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm a just great idea. challenge. But um, it, it's just a another lens you can add to your to your. Set. You're exactly right. Um, You're exactly you can right. you can put on and, and you can see, you know, okay, so yes, we have the dollar bill. We we see its importance, but at the same time, you look in the other eye and you think, but what is the importance? Or okay, this is important because of this reason but what does that have to do with me or what does why does that matter right now or whatever it may be and the same thing goes with our country the whole the whole sense that america was the greatest country is baloney propaganda i, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean america there is there is no great country i mean we're all living the same Australia, Russia. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> they believe their country is the greatest. Believe me, you can never like no. This anyway, but, but yeah. we're 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 all living. No, you're fine. We're we're all living. Um, we all come in together and we all come out. You know, we 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 are born and then we die, and and so there's there's no sense of of greatness uh, among countries. And and same thing can go with with classes. There should be no divide. Um, it, it simply should just be one equilateral life, you know? And, and so this, I'm just, to challenge you is just saying that America being the center of attention, really, if you mm -hmm. think about it, 
should have never happened. But here's the thing, though, America, once again, and, th- and this is this is what's kind of, I guess, funny slash awful about our country is the fact that with today's news, America gets back in the center of attention. Because all anyone wants to talk about is what happened in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. today. Yeah. And no, right. when you have very progressive left-leaning countries, they're going to also realize what the three of us are realizing, the awful things that are happening and, and the headlines and how they're not calling them the terrorists that they are and so on and so forth. And and then you have those you have those countries talking about it too. And so obviously that gets in gets back into this whole sense of center of attention. We shouldn't ever be the center of attention. We really have nothing to pride ourselves in that big to be the center of attention constantly. Like to be, I'm sorry, I'm I'm being Debbie Downer here, but seriously, um, and a rant. <laughs> Moolah, bro. <laughs> we control money. That's how we move. That's how America's done. They colonize. They take resources, and they that's we we control the flow of the money in the world. We always have been, you yep. know. A lot of people think of, you know, some conspiracy, not conspiracy theories, but it is a reality that the United States of America is a corporation at the end of the day, and we're the biggest business in the world. So um, because we're the biggest business, we find ways to kind of like, you know, diversify ourselves in a lot of different places. So yeah, I know we're winding down, but <laughs> it's, we could do a whole episode on this, man, believe me. We keep going, but yeah, I, it's... Yeah, just I just want to show that real quick. I mean, I know people probably better listen to the podcast didn't can see it, but we just show them that clip really quickly. Uh, my internet is now. As soon as I triggered it, now it doesn't want to work. Hold on one second, guys. Uh, okay, sweet. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, just anyone that's still listening, um, we're not anti-American. We're not trying to commit treason right now. <laughs> um, Dreamcast is probably the only one that has a lifeboat um, from Florida. So I don't know how Kayla's going to get out of landlocked um, <laughs> Illinois if something gets crazy. But I have um, many connections. <laughs> okay, see, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, Caleb's not even your real name. That's I knew it. No, <laughs> he's in the witness protection in place. My Italian citizenship. So see you guys on the other side. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I'm out. But um, it, it, it reminds me of the joke when everybody was like, oh, Trump's going to be president. I'm moving to Canada. And now it's like, Trump's not leaving. Guess we're still moving to Canada. <laughs> you know? Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, you're right. And then I just wanted to add to your note, and you're exactly right. And I'm sorry for being so American centralized. Uh, no, you did say we're, no. the, we're oh, the attention yeah. of the world, but that doesn't mean we're the central power of the world. We're the media giant. Like they look at us, they look at us for things and they move from there. But um, if you go to Europe, they hate Americans. They hate everything that we do. They hate oh, how yeah. we think. They hate what we eat. They hate how people we talk. Laugh at us. They what hate wrestling. And that's like the cornerstone of America. Yep. <laughs> people laugh at us. People, they, um, different countries, they make fun of us on a constant basis. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many articles I read from like Ireland, Ireland newspapers, um, Irish newspapers at like the beginning of the pandemic talking about the res- America's response and how it was pathetic compared to the rest of the world. 
And I'm thinking wow. the fact is, is the fact that other countries can look at it and realize just how much as we can as individuals in the country, as Americans, as citizens, how pathetic it was. Isn't that kind of sad? <laughs> Super sad, man. I, I Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't want to end on such a sad note, but I, I, the, positive, the positive aspect of this whole thing is that I do, as crazy as it may sound, I do like how 2020 and now, I guess, 2021, now all of a sudden these guys want to jump in to this whole rioting thing, but how we've kind of taken, we're not, we haven't taken stuff at face value anymore. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that people are thinking logically. I appreciate that people are thinking, at least some of us are thinking. Um, <laughs> To, to actually like, not just like whatever the propaganda is politically or just whatever job that you have or whatever place you live in, um, you're not stuck to that, you know? So I think that's, I think there's something to it. I think there's, we have to realize that we pay our public officers, our police officers, we pay our president, we pay all of them. Our tax paying money and our, our clout actually has a lot to do with the way the country rolls, so. We have to take control, you know? That's all I see. Not the actual no. building, but. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No, but, I, I, yeah. It seems effective. Exactly. Uh, seems well, very um, effective. With, with that, we can we can start to start to wrap up. Uh, unless anybody yeah. else has anything they want to say. But um, uh, we, we can go and wrap up. But once again, thank you all as right. always for, for listening um, to the identity podcast. We in watching the identity podcast every single week, we, we greatly appreciate it. Um, it's, it's always such an honor to be able to do this show. And, and of course, with our new year, new identity, new identity episode that you have heard tonight. Um, we've talked about all kinds of things that kind of a 2020 recap that the things that went on today in the country, um, just the way the world stands, the way our identity reflects and how it could be um, reflected in the future, all kinds of different things. And uh, of course, you know, 2021 plans, I do want to say Dreamcast has a lot of big plans coming up. Um, I, I can't wait to, to, to hear about them more, to see them, to witness them, to listen to them. Maybe that gives a hint or two out there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be great. So thank you Dreamcast for coming on the show. It's, it's always an honor to have you on. It's an honor to know that you are just awesome, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No, I definitely appreciate you. Um, our last, our last episode when I was in PR, that was, um, Hilarious. I love this so much. a great time. Um, I'm glad to be back. Glad to have uh, Tarek on board as well. And yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we missed you last I mean, time. <laughs> yeah, you are uh, you were my uh, replacement. <laughs> Weren't you in yeah, Miami last time? I needed you. I definitely Whoa. needed you that day. I was I was super like, no, no, not like that. I mean, I meant like I I had I couldn't come. And it was such a phenomenal episode that you guys, that Caleb got a chance to do it, you know, with you. So I thought that was awesome. So I actually enjoyed it. So this is the first time we we're all actually on together. The 2021 is going to show us a lot more. We're going to see you a lot more. And we're going to do some fun stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> definitely. And uh, you and I are definitely going to talk um, a little more about crypto. Always. <laughs> I'll keep you holding. I'm an HODL, man. So. <laughs> Got you, bro. I'm old, man. To the moon, man. But we'll see. <laughs> I might have to take some profits before it drops again, but we'll see. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> it's gonna drop. <laughs> yeah. just right. How crazy is it? It's gonna drop. But yeah. No rule. But, but yeah. So, um, uh, are you looking you guys, at the video right now? Caleb? Oh, I'm sorry. Thank <laughs> you guys for being here. Um, thank you guys for surviving Endgame. <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> Honestly, half yeah. the world disappeared. Half Thanos. World. Thanos with the snap. I actually watched that movie. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> exactly what happened, right? Basically. I didn't want to make the joke, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if Caleb hadn't have done that wonderful speech, yeah, it would have probably been in poor taste. But like I said, you know, I think what you bring to the table is the fact that we can have joy in the midst of all of this. Like I actually lost someone as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, the way I've been healing from that has been like, we are, we're living life more abundantly and that's what matters. You know what I mean? Their, their sacrifices were made for us to kind of move forward. And that's, that's why we're here. You know, our ancestors have been with us for years and it's time for us to keep moving forward, you know? So yeah. we got to go fight Thanos, man. <laughs> get him out of it. Get him out of, get him out of <laughs> God damn White House. No, um, <laughs> um that was a, that was my little political joke there. But yeah, so you're gonna sign off, man. Yeah, I'll oh, sign off. On, okay. on on that <laughs> note. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, th thank you. <laughs> thank you again, Dreamcast. <laughs> Thanks again, Dreamcast, for coming on the show. As always, it's it's a it's a great honor. And thank you always for everyone for listening and tuning into the Identity Podcast. You can like us on Facebook and on its follow us on Instagram by the same name. Find your ID NYC. Don't forget to check out our TikTok, our Identity Podcast, and our Twitter and YouTube page as well. YouTube at the X Shows. Um, I mean, we we're everywhere. Uh, honestly, our Identity Podcasting checks out on Apple, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any podcast app out there. I promise you, we are on there. Um, don't forget, if you want to sponsor us, please go ahead and, and email us at press at findyouridnyc.com. We we are actively, avidly would love to take sponsors. Uh, uh, please feel free, uh, or even if you want more information, go ahead email us there now at the bottom of your screen. You can check that there. Don't forget that Bang is now sponsoring us. Thanks to Dreamcast. Um, <laughs> courtesy to Dreamcast. 2020 was was uh, was a year. It really was um, ups and downs, but it, it was good and it was bad. It was a great time for us to reflect our identity and everything happening. And uh, unfortunately, it was a year where we lost a lot of people very close to us. Um, but 2021 is that new page we are turning and flipping the page and, and i really i put this up earlier but it's a game-changing year for identity it really is and so i i ask for you to to continue to discover and reflect on who you are your values everything that you do the people around you and i continue to to just tell you know ask you to be safe to be smart and to remember that we are in this together okay we are yeah. in this together we really are um 
Once again, thank you as always for for checking in. We've got some big things coming up next week, um, kind of starting to round out the On Religion series. We have the finales, the last two Wednesdays of the month of January, and then we move into environmentalism. Cannot wait to get into that. That's kind of my thing, Um, but very excited, very excited to do that. We also have a Twitch and Bandcamp page for Identity Podcast coming out soon. Stay tuned for that. Cannot wait to to, uh, start kind of – getting stuff out there on our Patreon page as well, where you can actually become a subscriber of the identity podcast. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm your co-host Caleb. Thank you as always for, for being here, for, for supporting us. We greatly appreciate my fellow lovely co-host Tyreek. Thank you. for. I'm your co-host. Lovely. No, um, (laughs) (laughs) no, 2021. um, We're going to kill it this year, man. Thanks. So much. I think we have an outro, outro video, right? As well. You, I was just about to get to that, Tyreek. I'm one awesome. step ahead of the game. Uh, but we, we we have an outro. So everyone, see you see you next week. Uh, thanks again.